Hey there, this is Justin from Worst in the Industry. We have a lot of laughs on our show, and we get into some pretty heated topics, so it's important to remember that the views expressed by the hosts of Worst in the Industry are their own, and are in no way representations of the views held by the Planet Ant Podcast Network, or Planet Ant as an organization. Yell at us, not them. Thanks, and enjoy the show. This has been a production of Planet Ant Podcast, powered by Pinecast. All I'm saying is Ireland doesn't have any snakes. They they never did. Are you sure about that? Are you? I mean, I'm certain? not gonna say like never, because like at one point Europe had lions, but and maybe, they, maybe Ireland had snakes. Aurochs and whatnot. Well, they yeah, all... but then they got domesticated, and then the orcs. No, died. I thought all the aurochs died out. Yeah, after we domesticated them into. Oh no, I thought it was a separate, like, cousin species. I mean, like, they were essentially, like, the, the, the species that we, as far as I'm aware, Oryx were, like, the first animals that we began to... God, we don't have time to get down this fucking tank. Did you guys know that a pair of Nazi brothers tried to make Oryx the thing again? No, what? Alright, yeah. we'll get into this shit. <laughs> Let's begin the episode, Tyler. Justin, hit me with that intro. Hey, hi, hello, and welcome once again to Worst in the Industry, the show where this trio of uh, acid-soaked morons who were born too early to explore the universe and too late to follow Sabbath on tour uh, attempt to uh, give you some of the horrifying facts that we have found shoveling through the piles of shit known as the internet. My name is Justin St. Peter, and these hands have blisters. To my left, Colin Stanley. Well, howdly doodly, I'm Brother Colin Stanley, deacon of our congregation. To my right is the depraved sinner. Uh, I'm Tyler, and if an evangelical were to look at my life, uh, I would definitely be going to hell. Oh, they fuck kids and like hate yeah, black no. people. They don't. They're not going to heaven either. Yeah, but that's according to the Bible. None of that's bad, Colin. I think the New Testament clears some of that up. Memory serves. They don't. And I like that New Testament. In the New Testament, Old Testament only fire and brimstone. I love the only. New Testament because Jesus is like, you could have a shrimp cocktail. Who am I to say? <laughs> Oy vey, what am I to say? I like it when he curses an apricot tree for not fruiting out of season. It's figs. Oh, whatever. Well, that's... No, it's figs, because the whole joke is you start wearing a shirt around that says God hates figs, and then you get to getting into a a very tense argument with a dyslexic gay man. 
All right, yeah, you know what? That's definitely <laughs> making a distinction. I didn't think of that joke. <laughs> oh, but I thought of it because I did my homework. You know what? Good, good job, man. I haven't read the Bible since I was like 11. Yeah, we should start Bible study. No, you again. just get drunk and then you pick a chapter. That's the way I've been doing it. Revelations is my always will be my favorite. I'm I'm a King James Stan. King James ride or die. Revelations is metal as hell. I do kind of right, like so the Tyler, Old Testament the where they're we killing people tonight? with swords and whatnot. Uh huh. So today, usually when I start off episodes, I pose a question to both of you fucking chuckleheads. Uh, how do you guys feel about Alabama? Um, you mean conceptually or in practice? As as a state. I haven't been there. Yep, never never been there. Can't cannot truly but form an an opinion besides from what I've heard from and, uh, the uh the Aniston Alabama's covered in the fucking world according to Monsanto documentary. And from that little peek into Aniston, uh, I, if I extrapolate to all of Alabama, it seems like a delightful place with hearty, salt-of-the-earth people. Well, here's a more specific question. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the police of Alabama? Oh, uh, every- What do I think about the police of Alabama? Uh, the police in Alabama, in an ideal world, we wouldn't need police anywhere, including Alabama. But in this world, I hope that they all peacefully quit their jobs. What do I feel? I, I, mm, yeah, no, I mean, through gritted teeth, like Colin. Oh. I, I, I will also say that, yeah, I mean, in an ideal world, yeah, I, no, I, I feel like the police wouldn't need to exist, and they absolutely wouldn't need to privatize themselves outside of public service, as they did in Bessemer County. Oh, yeah, like we talked about in the Amazon interview. Mm-hmm. Well, today, I'm going to talk about a, uh, a county in Alabama called Etowah County. Which translates from a Native American word, which means an edible tree. Nice. That's what my lady calls me. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is the smallest county in Alabama by size, and from the 2010 census, it has a population of 100,430 people. Its population is 83% white, 15% black, 0.3% Native American, which is odd that the county's named after a Native American word. What about all the states, Tyler? <laughs> all the states that are named after Native Americans. Oh, you mean like... All uh, of them? Yes. You mean like Genesee County and Leelanau County? I mean Michigan. I mean yeah. Ohio. I Minnesota mean... Minnesota. Wisconsin. Did both Minnesota. of the Dakotas. And- Minnesota. Okay. But anyway, 0.4% Asian, 1.7% Hispanic. The average median income is $36,000 a year. And has been reliably Republican in every election. But Slick Willie actually won the county in 1996. You know what? I definitely believe that Bill Clinton slid into their pants and got that vote. Oh, Slick Willie. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, he he was just enough of a shithead white person 
that white people liked him and just enough of a huckster. Actually, I'll say this because I, I was about to say something different. Uh, black turnout, historically low in the 90s for voting. Imagine that. Imagine that. After Imagine Hillary Clinton that. called the most super predators. Who could have thunk? Yep. <laughs> Who would have thunk? <laughs> so... <laughs> So in this county in the early to mid 2010s, the sheriff was a man named Todd Etrekin. Entrekin? I think it's Entrekin. Uh, Todd was incredibly tough on crime, much to the joy of his Republican politician counterparts. Ah, surprise, surprise. A you said he was yep. sheriff? Cop. Yeah, sheriff. Yeah. That's a politician. Yep. Okay. Yeah, it's an elected position, so... Um, but one thing he was much more passionate about than crime was babies. He was incredibly concerned with addict expecting mothers, even running radio and TV ads where he begged people to turn in expectant mothers who might be using. And he would do the best possible thing for these addicts and the future children of these addicts. Throw them in fucking jail. And guess what? Uh, babies might be born there and as we all know sending people to prison always solves problems and totally doesn't cause systemic issues for the children beyond their parents going to prison honestly i thought you were going to say that he sends them to ed buck which i think <laughs> arguably is worse than prison so at least he didn't huh. do that huh. Huh. we'll get to that we're gonna get to ed buck no <laughs> we'll get to why prison is worse than Ed Buck. Oh, let's talk about it. He was also incredibly passionate about solving the illegal immigration issue in this country. Finally, somebody said it. Housing, housing thousands of undocumented immigrants into their jails, uh, which their jails had to constantly be expanded to hold more. He even went to D.C. to lobby the government to keep sending these people to his jails, claiming it would cause hundreds of people to lose jobs. Oh, Yep. Strange for him to be advertising that to a government that is normally so concerned with the amount of jobs that it is creating. Isn't that mm -hmm. right, fellas? Is the, my Democrat the, robot voice correct? In can the you, words... Can you hear the donkey? Of, uh, fucking... Some guy, whose name I don't remember now, who does a great Trump impression. Obama, what a loser, what an idiot. He said he, he said he was Christian. He said he wrote he said he read the Bible. But there's he didn't read at least one book, the book of Job. It's right there. It's in the title. There's jobs. There's jobs in the Bible. But Todd had an ace up his sleeve. Anthony Atomniuk. Sorry, I just remembered his name. Great guy. You should follow him on Twitter. Buried deep in Alabama law. Dating back to the Prohibition era was a law that stated that excess money from the prison's food budget would be kept by the county sheriff at the end of the year, so you could say he had a more personal financial incentive to keep the prisons full and to make people in it suffer for his own gain. So, in Alabama, in Alabama at this time, the sheriff was personally responsible for feeding the inmates of his county. Personally. They had to set up personal accounts, the government would put money in those accounts, and whatever money wasn't spent, they could keep. But Tyler, you said excess money for food. But with this many people and expecting mothers, people that need extra nutrition, because they're quite literally eating for two, I don't think there would yep. be much excess money if they're eating 
an appropriately sized meal as many times a day as they are supposed to. Exactly. So, <laughs> this law was put into place when, like, this law made sense at the time because uh, jails will, were not run as much like a business as they are today. And at the time, food for the inmates, like, the cooking of the food for the inmates and the sourcing of food for the inmates was the responsibility of the sheriff's wife. Oh, yeah. What, like, legally? Uh, yeah. uh, not legally, but... Generally. Like, generally, okay. yeah. They, they were the one... That was, like, their job, so, like, whatever wasn't spent was, like, they, you know, got paid for their year of doing all that. Okay. It's, so, it's, like, it, it's frontier shit. Um, yeah. In the Killers of the Flower Moon, uh, they talk a lot about Tom White, uh, this, this, like, early... Like, he's the transition between cowboy law enforcement and federal law enforcement. Like, he's the guy. Um, and they talk about his dad, who was the sheriff at this little fucking town in Texas, and how, like, he's personally taking care of, like, all the people that he arrests and hangs. Mm -hmm. And, like, he's helping build the gallows and shit. Like, sheriff used to actually... The reason it was elected official is because you actually had to do a fucking job. <laughs> Unlike yep. today. So, um, I'm going to quote a, uh, former inmate from one of these prisons in, um, Etowah County. He said this to AL.com, which is my primary source for this episode today. Quote, they fed inmates up there stuff I wouldn't feed my dogs. That's the God honest truth. I can guarantee Todd and Trekken wouldn't eat it. Most of the food came from food banks and churches, which was bought at discount bulk prices due to the fact that they would almost exclusively buy their expired food. Mm -hmm. One of the things that was incredibly consistently served was this odd tube of meat, which could have been chicken or turkey, but was just like a weird gray blob. Um, and the inmates would call them starfish patties because it looked more like a starfish than food. Um, even on the package, it said in big, bold red letters, not for human consumption. Whoa. Another inmate said, quote, we would literally get chicken thighs and have to cut the rotten shit off. Jesus. Another quote, he's feeding inmates garbage. Another said, the bad food caused problems around the prison. Every riot I saw there was because of some bullshit they fed us. He also said that many inmates were driven to suicide because of how bad it was, either trying to get attention of the prison staff to the issue or in a deep depth of despair. He said from one of the incidents of a suicide, they were brought half a peanut butter sandwich, two cookies, and a cup of juice for three days, and then everything went back to business as usual. That's nice. So that's how, that's how bad this is. If you, uh, if, you guys, if you guys go on YouTube, there's a ton of inmates on YouTube either in or out currently who will put up videos and like talk about the food that they eat and yeah like the guys that work in the kitchen they'll literally tell you like yeah like half of the fucking protein that we cook literally says not for human consumption or is marked as like pet food or like chum or like filler for animal feed it's not meant for people but because there's like very little regulations on this they just do whatever they want they do whatever they can to cut costs because they know the extra is going to go in their pocket yeah, it's bullshit. It's horrifying. It's nightmarish. Yeah. And uh, another quote from, from this guy. Um, 
he said, if you were feeding everyone enough, you wouldn't wake up in the middle of the night thinking your throat's been cut because the hunger pain is so bad. Uh, Etowah County wasn't the only one. Um, in 2009, Morgan County Sheriff Je Greg Bartlett was put in jail, albeit briefly, after admitting he personally profited $212,000 from the surplus from the food account. And how, how brief was his jail stay, just to continue uh, cranking <laughs> the heat on my seething rage? Uh, 18 months. How much of that food do you think he had to fucking eat? Probably very None. little, if any. None. No. No. He, I think I didn't get like any real specifics about that, but I'm sure he got out early. It's, I'm sure he got so, out early, and I'm sure he got plenty of special treatment when he was in. You know what? Oh, absolutely. I'll say this. I'm sure he, I'm sure he didn't have to eat the fucking garbage. Oh, hundred uh, percent. Tyler's earlier question about what I think about Alabama's police: they should all have to spend at least oh, a few months in prison. He used what was called special deals. And charitable donations, and one time split a one thousand dollar truck full of corn dogs, and the inmates <laughs> said, and the inmates ate corn dogs twice a day for weeks on end. Love corn dogs. It's though. corn dogs are at least like pre cooked and frozen. It's I don't although I don't think this was a fresh. Oh, did you truck see the load of corn dogs? <laughs> did yeah, you the see the face, face Tyler, Tyler oh, made? No, the no, fucking no, no, that he no, made. no, 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 no. <laughs> His defense, his defense said he was within the confines of the law, which unfortunately he was, but the judge did say that it was his responsibility to feed the inmates adequate food. When the story broke, Bartlett finally agreed to not dip into the account anymore, but continued to be sheriff. Actually, I mixed him up. This is not the guy that served 18 months. I think he was in jail for like two days. Oh, he kwamied his way out? Yep. Um, in 2015, in Morgan County, again, a sheriff loaned $150,000 from the food account uh, to be <laughs> to a used car lot. The loan was only revealed to the car lot going bankrupt due to shitty business practices. <laughs> it's, you know, it's, it's weird that they were looking for $150,000 from, you know, the sheriff and not like a bank or a credit union. It's almost like it's a Can bad investment. It. Yep. A crime, perhaps. Here's the guy that served 18 months in prison. Uh, in a different county in Alabama, Sheriff Dave, David Abston was sentenced to 18 months in prison for wire fraud and filing a false tax return for running a racket that netted him about $400,000 over three years. He would feed his inmates donations from food banks and churches, all that should have gone to the needy. He set up a shell food bank that took donations from these churches and other food banks, never donated, and served the food exclusively at the Pickens County Jail. It's, it's oh Jesus. And this is like, at, at that point, that is like a huge operation. Like, you are staffing and managing a food bank to fucking smuggle your shitty food so that way you can pocket money that should have gone to feeding human beings. Smuggling implies a degree of risk. There's no risk of being caught when you are the law. Yeah. And, Tyler, I do want to ask, I know this is the case with, like, private prisons and whatnot. Mm. Um, are county jails also beholden? No, I, would, I don't want to say beholden. Do they work on the term, like, the body quota terms? That I don't know. Okay. It would make It would but. make more sense as to why this guy's, like, packing jails full of, like, pregnant mothers 
and uh, illegal immigrants, though, because obviously he's got an axe to grind because he's a fucking psychotic conservative. But, well, the more the more people that get sent to his prison, the more money he gets from the federal government. The more money gets put in that account, and the more money that he gets to keep. Oh yeah, yeah. So I mean, there's there's money. So it's it's less it's less of an indirect like quota and more of a more of a direct quota. Okay, so yeah, to it's him. um because a lot of times what these guys do too, both private and I I guess in this circumstance possibly like county jails like public jails, um is they'll literally like people will die and they won't report that they've died until a few days go by so then get paid those extra days they'll um they'll keep people housed quote unquote in the big transport buses and any vehicles that they have on hand for days at a time in some cases or big fucking uh like cargo containers that they're able to have like they literally stack people like fucking cordwood um and like lie as much as they possibly can to get paid to literally imprison and oppress and damage people that's their job like it's put human misery in one end get money out the other side yeah it's depressing good thing i'm drinking yeah and it's especially shitty because um like you said about the pregnant mother things um it's alabama and the vast majority of alabama prisons don't have air conditioning why would they it's not like it gets hot in alabama yeah yeah, and he's targeting, the funny part about Alabama is he's targeting um, pregnant mothers specifically, and Alabama has the highest rate of, uh, of teenage pregnancy due to, you know, not teaching sex ed. Yeah, or providing, like, the kind of, any kind of resources whatsoever. Like, yeah, sex none, ed none. is, like, bare minimum, make sure kids know what their junk does. Number yeah. two is like okay, make healthcare available. Number three is do anything else. Yeah. So, um, earlier in his career, when he assumed office after his predecessor died, um, the entire account from the food provisions was drained and sent to his predecessor's estate. Hot. So in Trekken had to take out a $150,000 loan personally to keep the inmates fed, and in 2009, he told the Alabama Times that he thought the law should be changed. Yeah, oh, yeah, now he thinks it should be changed? Mm-hmm. I think that he should... Is he alive? Question mark? Is he alive? Is he... Yes, yes, he is still alive. Well, Shame. that I think that he should get what's coming to him, whatever that may yeah. be. So, more about this law specifically, uh, David Atkins, the chief administrative officer of the Alabama Corrections, um, had to say, quote, That's the way it was set up years ago. That's just the way it's been in the state. Of course, state legislators could always change that if they wanted to. If I think, I think if the inmates were not being fed properly... It might be a concern, but I guarantee you that if they're not being fed properly, the federal government would let us know. Oh, what oh, a, yeah. you know, this makes so much sense, right? Because, like, isn't the conservative argument is always, like, 
We need to decrease federal oversight. It restricts the free market. And the freer the market, the freer the people. But then, when it's actually like, oh, the market was too free, and because of it we're feeding pregnant women rotten dog food, um, all of a sudden they're like, well, the federal government, that's why they're there to take care of this. Yeah, I mean, we've been gutting any kind of power or ability or uh, moral imperative for the federal government to actually step in in any case uh, for decades now. But it is their job, so... Wow. And like to that free market point, it's it's always funny how all of these fucking conservatives are like, I got banned off Facebook. I got banned off Twitter. And it's like, I thought you liked the free market. That's what the free market is, is a company being able to do what they want with their company. I, and I don't agree with like the selective censorship that takes place on those platforms because it's like it's not censorship. It's not censorship. It, no, but I'm not saying it's censorship in that it's government sanctioned censorship, but I think it's reasonable to talk about it in such a way that it's like, yeah, like, okay, I don't know how long you've been on Twitter, people listening to this podcast, but uh, Nazis have been on it since it's existed, and they're still there, and they stay there, and they're not getting removed anytime soon, and the only reason that people are getting booted off these platforms now is because these companies are afraid of the government using antitrust and anti-monopoly legislature to actually do something about the fucking stranglehold they have on everybody's fucking frontal lobe and not for a good reason not because they should be doing that to begin with but just because now they're they're offended because they gave trump a platform or they let some maga shithead plug his fucking dick pills like it's that's the thing right is that what these companies are doing obviously yes you're right it's like a free market like a company is allowed to do these things based on the laws that currently exist but we like kind of it's i think it's important to talk about social media as we continue to virtualize and abstract like human connection as a public good like that's the and that's like a like a fucking edgy fucking take in my opinion but i think like talk about the internet and places to socially, quote-unquote, congregate on the internet, we should talk about this as a public good. And, uh, like, conservatives, I think, are on the right track there, just as conservatives always are, for the worst possible fucking reasons. Well, also, what they don't realize is they're like, oh, like, this is, like, free speech and blah, 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 and all this, and it's like, well, you agreed to certain terms and conditions when you signed up to go on this platform, and if you break those terms and conditions, they have the right kick you off but yeah. that's the like, thing right is that it's it's simple it's a group of people who've never had any terms and conditions ever applied to them they've never had to deal with terms and conditions before so they're not upset that they're being applied they're they're genuinely bewildered and frustrated because even though they've always opted into them and always agreed to them they've never had to deal with the consequences yeah and it's the same thing with fucking uh it's like conservatives fucking greg you know i eat human shit abbott um greg mouthful of human feces abbott (laughs) yeah um when the law uh or the bill came for him to pass about um against animal abuse and he said no i'm not gonna sign this because here in texas we don't want to over criminalize things 
oh yes, we don't want to treat things seriously because, you know, what if we take something small and blow it up a little bit? That oh, we don't want to over-criminalize things in Texas. Uh, Texas, Texas the, last, the state that the, the state that Texas. lied about slavery being legal. Texas, Texas, the state. The state Texas, the state where you can't, where they can't stop, like fucking executing mentally disabled people. Yeah, it's great. Don't worry, they don't want to yeah. over. That's again, that's the thing. They don't want to. What about weed, Greg? What about weed, Greg? They don't. Greg, weed. <laughs> they don't want to overcriminalize things for white people. Like, it's just rich white people. And now, because so, like, fewer and fewer white people have the money and time to be, like, active politically or have become disillusioned with the conservative project, that's why whiteness has, since basically the 60s, continued to expand uh, to encompass, like, whiter, more conservative-leaning Hispanic people, which is going to keep Greg Abbott in office for the next... You know, or at least some motherfucker like him for the rest of the time that we're alive and we'll continue to, you know, Florida will be run by a bunch of fucking Cuban two five, uh, you know, 2506 Brigade psychos until the day the fucking sun implodes. Yep. <laughs> so. Back to Mr. Entrenkin. So, it seemed really odd for the people of Alabama that he seemed to be living his life way beyond his means. Where are you getting all this money? S somehow, him and his wife owned a combined amount of $1.7 million in real estate, including a $740,000 four-bedroom beach house in Orange Beach, me, Alabama. You fucking shit me. Now how, how how could he possibly now, how, afford all this? His salary... Maybe he hit the lotto. Maybe he invested wisely. His salary was just over $93,000 a year, which is three times the median income of the entire state. But, um... What? Crazy. When it, when it all came to fruition, he had received over $750,000 in extra compensation from food provisions uh it is unclear how much over that seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars he received due to him not having to report it on his taxes oh so that was just the most that he had to tell the government that he made after that they were like you know what man you're good we trust hey, seven hundred and fifty thousand. Yep. that's all you have to tell about. how could a man making this much sense? money how, how could a man making this much money not tell the truth. What what fucking? I I, I I need I need to know what what slack jawed Habsburg these rules make sense to. It's Justin. It's anybody who makes more than like a hundred thousand dollars a year. In fact, na 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 sweet home Alabama. Yeah, you're right. coming home to me. All right, so I'm not set that far off with the Habsburg thing. Nope, not at all. So, uh, <laughs> the media started reporting on this story, and Trekin immediately went into attack mode. When asked for a statement by NPR, Trekin said this, 
quote, The liberal media has been attacking me for following the letter of the law. The food bill is a controversial issue that's used in every election cycle to attack the sheriff's office. Alabama law is clear regarding my per personal financial responsibility of feeding inmates. Until the legislature acts otherwise, the sheriff must follow the current law. Oh, that's like a boilerplate letter he was given by his predecessor. Do you guys fucking understand? And I'm not talking about you and Justin Tyler, because I know you guys understand. But does anybody else in the world understand spirit of the law? Does anybody, anybody, please, somebody... No, we Fucking, all do. It's just not profitable. It's just not ever enforced. It's like, yeah, letter of the law. The law says exactly this. Like, I'm not going to explain letter of the law versus spirit of the law, but it's clearly being violated here. And this guy can't say anything. Never mind. Let's move on. I'm trying to make less work for Justin. R rules as written, yep. Colin. Rules as written, Colin. So Bullshit. now... We're going to talk about a man named Matt Qualls, a landscaper who mowed the lawn of Entrecken in 2015. When he received payment for the job, he got a check. And on this check, like where the, it says the account on it, uh, it was the account of Sheriff Todd Entrecken Food Provision Account. And he thought something was weird with this. Yeah, clearly this is kind of hinky. I'm getting I didn't yeah. provide food. food provision money. Mm hmm So, uh, he went on to say, quote, A couple people I knew came through that jail, and they said they got meat maybe once a month, and, and every other day it was just beans and vegetables. I've put two and two together and realized that the money could have gone towards some meat or something. <laughs> or something. Or something. Or something, man. I think this is the or something. Or something yep. is starfish. Yeah, starfish patties. So, he gave a statement to Connor Sheets of News. I don't know if it's like... Um, news! <laughs> like, it, like, in every source, it just said news. Wah, wah, so, bah, 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 bah. Welcome back to the news. It's me, <laughs> Colin News. <laughs> Joining me this evening is Weatherman, News St. Peter, and for sports, it's News News. Whammy! Um, it's Weather. <laughs> uh, so, I'm, I'm Brick Damblin. <laughs> so, um, he gave that statement to, to Connor Sheets of News, uh, and the story was... <laughs> The story was published on February 18th, 2018. On February 22nd, 2018, an anonymous call was placed to 911 for the smell of cannabis coming from Qual's apartment. It's news. It's me, Colin News. Welcome. We're outside noted whistleblower's apartment. And do we smell skunk? No. That's cannabis. This shithead dared to dime on a person in a powerful position. And now he's going to pay for it with his life. And his ass. Yep. Back to you, so, news. 
Uh, the police entered the apartment and found a small amount of cannabis, a few Adderall pills, and five cups of cannabis-infused butter, which had 14 grams of cannabis in it that him and his friends made. That sounds great. And some pretty solid yeah, right? butter. What a fun weekend. Yeah. Surprise, surprise, guess what the fucking pigs did? Oh, Threw the book fucking out. execute them? Uh, no. Uh, they took the entire weight of the butter, the containers, and, and the containers it was in. Oh, yeah, because that's definitely what they... they yep, that's, that's all legal. weed. Yeah, it's legal. legal. Butter and plastic are illegal to own in this country. Yep. Yep. So, uh, because of that, um, it came over... It weighed over a kilogram, so he was charged with six counts, including drug trafficking, and was held on a $55,000 bond, and was held in a jail overseen by none other than Todd and Tricken. Now, why in the world would he possibly want this guy there? And I'm gonna quote Mr. Phil Sims, Deputy Commander of the Etowah County Drug Enforcement Unit, Quote, once that marijuana was mixed with the butter, then the whole butter becomes marijuana, and that's what we weighed. The whole butter becomes marijuana, the marijuana becomes butter. My name is Shithead McGillicuddy, and I never finished school. I went straight to cop school, where all they teach you is how to shoot black children and hold a gun and be an asshole. Yep. Uh, so, Qualls was released in early March, thank God. Um, from prison after taking a plea deal where he pled guilty to first-degree marijuana possession, possession of a controlled substance, and possession of drug paraphernalia, and uh, he completed his probation, and everything is fine with him, thank God. Except he has a record now, so now they can harass him anytime they like. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, he didn't get executed, so I guess that's fine. Yeah. Was he white? That's probably why. Yeah, but it, all I'm saying, man, could have been worse. Yeah, he could have really been shot died. to death in front of his family for no reason. Yep, uh, so the story that story blew up um, thanks to Reddit, actually. We did it, Reddit. Ba, 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 <laughs> it's Colin News with Reddit's front page. <laughs> Would you like to see a mom have sex with her son or possibly a cat do a backflip? Ba, 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 da. He would go on to lose his next election uh, for county sheriff due to even more controversy Liberal coming up. Media. Oh! No. You're telling me this guy didn't keep his nose clean. <laughs> oh, he was doing blow. <laughs> it was accused that he, and I'm going to say this with big air quotes, had sex with an underage girl when she was 15 and he was 29. And as we all know, um, you don't have sex with underage girls. You rape them. Yeah, uh, yeah that's, that, that, is, that is statutory rape. She would say they would go to his, and I'm going to say this again with big air quotes, lake house, uh, which was actually a camper parked on a patch of waterfront land that he owned, uh, to do drugs and hook up with other officers. Is this the guy that I mentioned in that previous episode that the girl I who graduated the year after me let's suck suck her toes for meth? I feel like he's the No, same this guy. was in the nineties. Like this guy. was in the nineties. I guess that guy just kind of exists everywhere at once in America. He's like it's like the men in black, but for pedophiles. 
so <laughs> I'm gonna quote um, this woman now and uh, I'm gonna say quote so by this time I'm now almost 16 years old and I would go to the Gadsden Mall and my mama would be thinking that I would be going to the Gadsden Mall or to the public library but Trekken would come and get me um, to add to this Gadsden Mall is the same mall where none other than Roy I fuck underage girls more uh, cruise for underage girls in the 1970s. Oh my god, Tyler, dude, I love you. I was gonna ask <laughs> if Roy Moore was involved, and then you mentioned the Gadsden Mall, and I was like, is he gonna say it? Is he gonna say it? Of because course. guess oh, what? Yeah. Every time you're a politician, regardless of the position that you're in, or which party you say you're aligned with, you're more than likely... If you don't know a pedophile, you are the pedophile. Yep. So, funny thing about Roy Moore. Uh, and Trekken vocally supported vest, Moore through his hat. whole Senate campaign. Oh. And uh, even when all of the allegations broke, he was still in support of him. Just still surprise, the, surprise. The poly to his Rocky, huh? Uh, I guess you could say game recognize game. <laughs> Eventually... Eventually, uh, so this this allegation came out um, during his re-election campaign, and um, so a lawsuit came, um, but was eventually dropped due to lack of evidence. Fucking bullshit. Oh, it's oh, um, they must have fucking lost it. Wow, yeah, it's, but of it's course, so hard to get the police to do their job when they have to do their job about the police. But of course. And Trekken went on the, oh, they're trying to cancel me. Cancel culture. Oh, they're to cancel culture trying to cancel me. Oh. Now, who among us? Now, I ask you. I ask you fine folks of Alabama and Etowah County. Who amongst us has not committed statutory rape dozens of times? Who among us has not groomed young, innocent women into having sexual relations with a man two, three Hell, even four times their age. Can you judge me? The Bible says, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. And I say right here, right now, if I were to get stoned, I'd put myself in jail for the rest of my fucking life. Because marijuana is illegal. We should, honestly, I, honestly, guys, let's fucking, let's fucking chuck this podcast bullshit in the bin. Let's start a fucking news channel. I want to do the news. What, you want to do news with Colin News and News St. Peter? News St. Peter and News News. And News News. Our weatherman. <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Channel News News. I think we could really crush it. Plus, all the Coke money. Think about the Coke money, Tyler. We'll, we'll circle back on that idea. <laughs> we'll, so. we'll circle back. Um, and Trekken attempted to sue the man who held his former position uh, with an allegation of him and a media company conspiring against him. What, did he uh, steal the election? Uh, There's over so, 150,000 dead voters in Alabama in who are trying Rain to County indict our sheriff. There are over 16 million dead Native Americans trying to vote in 
Oh, Oakland County, Michigan. My name is Mike Lindell, owner of Fiji Water. And I'm here to tell you I'm fighting for liberty and I'm fighting for freedom. And I shit my pants. Good night, America. <laughs> oh, the Coke shits. Anyway. Uh, in a statement from his lawyer, uh, the lawyer said, quote, As a result of the story accusing him of some of the worst kinds of human behavior, <laughs> statutory rape, solicitation of a minor, and dealing drugs. <laughs> the complaint says Entrecken suffered injury to his reputation, embarrassment, humiliation, emotional distress, and lost employment opportunities and future earnings. This lawsuit is still going on, as far as I'm aware. Well, damn it, if he didn't want to lose all that, he shouldn't have fucked that kid. Should, fuck yeah. that kid? Fucked children. Should, At least, he shouldn't have fucked any kid. Here's the thing. I want to say this, guys. Nobody is a one-time pedophile. Nobody, nobody fucks a kid one time and then stops. You have to work your... Just like being a serial killer. You convince yourself... That there is some justification for what you're doing. And then the second you can do that, you don't stop until you're caught. That is, like, that's yeah. why in California, pedophiles, when they finish their prison sentence, go to a mental facility in North Northern California where they stay for majority of the time the rest of their lives. Um, I think we should do the same thing to conservatives, but that's my opinion. And, and liberals. There's a lot. You know, anyway, we'll, we'll move past this. But we are not getting into the cattle car argument, Colin. I'm not. I didn't bring up a cattle car. Cattle car. Round them up. It's round them up. Colin, I know that tone in your voice. <laughs> oh, um, my my voice starts to raise an octave, and I start to speak like at double speed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, this law was actually eventually overturned, thankfully, um, and. Now there is no, like, middleman account for federal funds that go to um, buying food for prisoners. So things are a bit better now. Um, but due to this law being overturned, um, I believe for the last five years, the government of Alabama tried to get the records of all of the counties in Alabama, like, to see where all this money went to or like how much money was spent on food and how much money was kept uh and 49 counties in alabama said they didn't have any records whatsoever why would they yeah you know i love that conservatives get to talk about like we're wasting taxpayer dollars on this bullshit about feeding starving people and trying to house people that would freeze or burn to death without it. Instead, I personally would like to get $1.75 million in annual non-taxable income. Because I'm more important than hundreds, if not thousands, of people every year. It's great. It's the... And, and honestly, I keep saying conservatives because all the people in this fucking episode are... But they're all like that. Everybody who's in a position of power abuses it to fucking enrich themselves. Mm-hmm. Indeed they do. Maybe one day 
Maybe one day things will change, but they probably won't. Maybe one day we'll put Karl Marx's brain into a big robot, and he'll start fucking blasting people with fucking neutrino rays. Just turn them into fucking puddles of goo at will. That'd be great. Wouldn't that be great? Because then we could have Starfleet. And then I could go to Starfleet Academy. And then I could be uh, chief uh, chief of the trans, chief transporting officer. And I could just hang out until people needed to be teleported. And then when they did, I could do it. And then when they didn't need me to do that, I could get drunk on the fucking ship. That'd be great. Except, actually, yeah. I found this out recently. In Star Trek, the fake alcohol that the replicators make, um, it can make you, like, feel drunk, but you never lose control. It doesn't affect judgment. Yeah, that sounds like some utopian shit that Gene Roddenberry would come up with. So, like, you'll get, you can't get blackout wasted unless you make alcohol or buy, like, actual alcohol, because the replicators will only make synthahol. Wait, so you're telling me that I can't, like, black out in the engine room of the Enterprise unless I'm making fucking Pruno in my my bunk? Yeah, unless you, unless you fucking slit a line in one of the fucking coolant transport tubes that keep the dilithium chambers uh, from overheating when the matter-antimatter ratio is off, um, you can't, you're not going to be able to get drunk on the Enterprise. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, usually we do a call to action about this sort of thing, but uh, I'm going to go ahead and skip that and uh, just going to, you know, make a make a stance here that uh, everybody deserves to eat. Everybody, deserve, everybody deserves to eat. Prisons, generally speaking, as they exist now, should be abolished. Yeah. Uh, but if prisons do need to exist for whatever reason, um, I mean... <sighs> Just give them fucking decent food. But here's the thing, right? Like, that's... Like, prisons, as they exist. You know what? Even as a concept... I'm not saying they should. I'm just saying if they have to, mm -hmm. for whatever fucking reason, because we have dumbass politicians, for whatever reason, they deserve to eat fucking decent food. They deserve, they deserve to, to eat... be at least nourished. Yeah. Yeah. It, prison... Okay, being separated from society is the punishment. Like, not being able to go home and have your family around you or see your friends at will or, like, do anything really at will, that is the punishment. We, there's no fucking reason to, like, pile punishments on top of this unless you're just a cruel person that likes to see people suffer. And, honestly, I think there's a part of this... Like, that kind of ties back into the things we talk about when we talk about, like, serial killers and shit, right? The less dead. Like, mm -hmm. prisoners are the less alive. Like, their suffering does not carry the weight that the suffering of non-imprisoned or non-formally imprisoned people carries. It's, no, and making people suffer more doesn't fucking rehabilitate Why them. would it? It, just, it doesn't. I mean, it is, it is worth noting that under the letter of the Constitution, prisoners are legally slaves. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, that was the whole point of Reconstruction, is, yeah. oh, wow, we really fucked up the South's economy by releasing all these slaves. Well, now that Abraham Lincoln's dead and there's no real power to stop us, let's just make them all legally slaves again. 
there's a there's a book on my list called um, Reconstruction: America's Unfinished Revolution um, that talks about uh, I haven't read it, but the basically the synopsis is it talks about how we were moving towards a more socialist state because we had to reconcile these differences um, for the first time in basically American history because before this you could just buy things off by sending people west and like there was actually like a conflict that required reconciliation and required us like talking about how to fix things and how to change things and how to make new things um and then the people the wrong people got into power and just made sure that that was impossible to happen um which is great i'm i'm so glad that here in 2021 we get to live in the fucking 1900s legislature wise it's fucking great because like look up your state's cons if you're in america look up your state's con- constitution look at and unless you're like hawaii uh look at the last time it was updated look at all the shit that's in it like seriously like read your fucking state's constitution a lot of it is bullshit that hasn't been changed in a hundred fucking years and uh especially in hawaii i guess if we're, if, we're, if i mentioned it um it's all bullshit it's all just there to hurt people all right well uh this has has been a uh i'm gonna go ahead and call this a hellfire and brimstone episode of uh worst in the industry thank you for tuning into this news packed episode uh we'll be coming back next time uh with with news news and uh colin news and news st peter uh, and news news we've all been sacked news news yep we've all been fired effective immediately um I don't know what my children are going to eat now. <laughs> don't worry, folks. It's me, Colin News, and I'm here to announce that next week's broadcast, I will be committing suicide live on air. Live on air, committing suicide. Please buy a MyPillow. I get a kickback every time you do, and that money will be used by my children to pay for my funeral. Good luck, and All right. good night. Thanks again for listening before Colin says anything else horrifying. ba da 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 Bye. All right. Kisses, everybody.